The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? Welcome back, processors. We had another fantastic week of college football. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves. Uh, week six brought more upsets. Some maybe uh, more distancing as far as the clear contenders and the clear pretenders. So that's kind of fun to see. Um, I have a couple of questions for my friend Ryan, but first let's bring him in. Ryan, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah. All things uh, considered, had, had a long night. Yeah, had a long night, so uh, I'm kind of hanging by a thread right now. But I, I, I'm going to get through it for the people. All right. Yep. There's no doubt in my mind that you'll bring it for our fellow college football fans. Um, oh I, yes. I asked Ryan uh, how he wanted to handle this, uh, and he chose to just rip the bandaid off right now, and we're going to dive into. Clemson taking down his beloved Miami Hurricanes, a whopping 42 to 17. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not a good game for Miami at all. All things considered. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, I yeah, think, um, uh, what was, what was dark. your biggest, what was the biggest difference on the field, Ryan? I mean, Derek King, they couldn't really get the ball moving, man. I mean, uh, Miami couldn't get anything going. I mean, Clemson started up hot, and they had those two – they had a couple penalties first drive. It was like a third and long, and they had a bad penalty. So that turned into a first down. This momentum was just lost before it even started. Right. So – and the penalties for Miami were just so brutal. Just just did not look like a Manny Diaz coach team at all. Very undisciplined. I noticed that too. Uh my biggest takeaway as far as matchup wise was there's no separation for the Miami wide receivers with the Clemson cornerbacks. Just they were, they were getting manhandled. And unfortunately uh, King was stuck in Madden mode, in my opinion, where everything seemed to be just deep shots. And it's like yep. the, the short game was, I don't even know what really happened there. I don't know if they weren't scripted. I don't know exactly why they weren't trying to capitalize on more of uh, the dink and dunk kind of passes. But uh, King has a good day rushing the ball. He was pretty creative at times. Um, he's a very explosive athlete. I mean, so. and, and King was the only one running the ball, Brian. They had 25 carries. 14 of them were Derek King. Right. So, I mean, they, could, like, they couldn't get the ball moving. Their number one guy, Cameron Harris, uh, averaged 0.4 yards a carry. Brutal. So. Yep. <laughs> when he's coming off three straight weeks of a hundred plus yards. So yep. hey, you brought some brats, huh? What if the store took that? Whoa. Whole Who brought the brats? Right, did you bring I the brats? 
No, TrackPhone Wireless brought the broads. Oh, that was an interesting uh, commercial we just traded to. Yeah, let me mute that for, for the people. <laughs> so they never have to hear that ever again. Ever again. Um, I know who uh, <laughs> who who brought the uh, the sausage, who brought the meat uh, to this game. Uh, his name is and will continue to be Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence looked outstanding in this game. Handled the pressure well when there was pressure. Uh, 29 of 41, uh, 41, 292, uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions, only one sack. I believe that was Jalen Phillips, and it was like on the second or third drive. I do remember. Yes. Phillips, uh, it was it was a nice inside stunt uh, that he did to get pressure. Uh, Travis Etn probably really was the star of the game. Uh, 17 yeah. attempts, 149 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, though, uh, shows his sneaky athleticism with eight carries yes. for 34 yards and a touchdown. And very hard to take down. Like, yes, they're Miami was struggling all night, you know, took two or three guys or two, two or three different types of contact before he even hit the ground. It was crazy. He's so durable. And yep. He just, I mean, he, he puts it all out there every single play, even when he's rushing the ball. Yeah, he, he needs to learn how to start sliding because. Uh, he's getting ready for the pros, and that's not going to fly in the NFL. And Miami noticed that with a couple of uh, dirty hits, in my opinion. There was there was one. It did result in a ejection, I believe, right? There were two. There were two ejections. There ended yep. up being two. Okay. Well, I did the, the first one. The guy the guy was kind of stumbling, but he still did lower his head. And then the other one was just a blatant, like straight out of the helmet into the side like, after he had already scored. So yeah. Yeah, the first one was uh, not, not, uh, on the one of the rare Lawrence slides, and the yes. guy kind of got caught. Yep. So, yeah, he could, kind of stumbled. Yeah. Yep. Um, I still believe Miami is an ascending program. Uh, not ready to take that step yet, but I mean, to be fair, they're going up against the number one, you know, team in the nation right now, a team that's been yep. a perennial top five program for the last, well, basically since Dabo got there. So, uh, yeah, I think good things are coming to Miami. It's, it is not this year. Um, so, sorry, Ray. I've been there. Yeah, but, I mean, they still got some talent, but, I mean, yeah. Derek King's a senior. It's it's still so early to talk about next season, but I don't know how it's going to look without um, a guy of Derek King's, like, like with his ability, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess we'll just take this um, one game at a time. One game at a time. Um, yes, sir. So we'll move on to uh, the SEC matchup of the day. Uh, Alabama was in an absolute brawl with Ole Miss. Like take a victory lap on this one. I, I think you can. That that's uh, you told me to be ready for a a more competitive game than I was ready to say, and you're right. Uh, was boy, old... did we get some Big Twelve football? I mean, oh, well, I see. Yeah, they do play SEC. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lane Kiffin dialed up a great game plan on offense, but uh, in classic Lane Kiffin style, absolutely nothing on the defensive side of the ball, and no answer for Najee Harris. No answer for our dude, Mac Daddy Jones. He was balling out I mean, out there. No answer for 
either pair of running backs. Najee Harris, 206 yards, five to gross, five touchdowns. Snoop Connor for Ole Miss, 128 yards, two touchdowns. Jerry and Ely, 120 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, just ground and pound, no type of defense, nothing at all, just open holes. <laughs> Nine yeah. yards a carry, six yards a carry, six yards. I mean, it's crazy. These teams yeah. are running all over each other. Yep. A uh, pair of wide receivers for Ole Miss had good days, too. Uh, yeah, your boy hauling in seven catches for 181 yards, two touchdowns. Your boy Moore stepped up big time uh, on 12 targets, hauled in 11 of 12 targets for 143 yeah. yards. And that's going up against yeah, very efficient. And that's going up against very good cornerbacks for uh, Alabama. So, yep. And then on uh, the other side, too, a couple of our favorite guys, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, also put up huge numbers. Yep. You could honestly say that, um, and you know, they end up winning by 15 points, but they were really that one onside kick away, like recovering yep. that onside kick from being able to get that to overtime. And then you don't know, you know, overtime that's the fun thing about college. When you get to overtime, you just you don't know something goofy can happen. Um, you can go five overtimes as a game that we'll talk about in a little bit did, and uh, you know. Maybe in uh, another year, Ole Miss is ready to take down Alabama. But for now, uh, the number one team in the nation and the number two team in the nation look as, like I said, they are clearly top of the class. So, so when when do you want to start talking about Mac Jones, your boy Mac Daddy Jones? I love him. He was throwing some uh, the frozen ropes out there, as they say. There's uh, one pass to Devontae Smith that was a streak play that, I mean, dude, it was just on the money. Just beautiful right. touch. And, yeah. Um, does he have to come out? Is he a senior? No, he's a junior. That's what um, I was thinking. But, no, I mean, he's putting up some really good numbers. He looks really impressive, man. I mean, 6'3", 250. Uh, he's got a 217 rating, 87% completion. I mean, he's looking good. Yeah. Looking really good. I'm going to try and uh, rein in my hype on him just a bit by, by remembering something that Chris Trapasso said when we had him on, that we were talking about Baker Mayfield and why I like Baker so much and he didn't. And he thought about it this way, and it's kind of a good way to look at Mac Jones too, is that, is he ever going to have this kind of supporting cast in the NFL? A clear advantage in your fellow teammates over, you know, the team you're going up against when you play in the NFL. Hard to say for Mac Jones right now that that's not something to be taken into consideration. That with that offensive line, those wide receivers, those running backs, like is he ever going to have that again in the NFL? Probably not. Right. Chance, chances are, I mean, right now in Alabama, 75% of the roster is more talented than any other. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yep. That's not, been, that's not a thing in the NFL, generally speaking. Like, so, yeah, that, that's a good thought. Um, where do we want to go next? Where do we want to go? Oh, let's talk about Texas and Oklahoma, the Red River rivalry. Once again, a classic, one that will be popping up on the ESPNU for a long time of uh, games to check out. 
Uh, Oklahoma outlasts Texas in overtime, 53 to 45. Uh, it was four overtimes, not five. Sorry. That's the game I was alluding to before. The changes in the score in this game were crazy. Uh, Texas would take the lead and then Oklahoma took the lead and then Texas came back, but then Oklahoma with like five minutes to go was up 14 points. Uh, Texas claws their way back into the game again, like they've done all year. You know, they're this wait till the last minute team. I don't know why they do this to themselves. And then uh, they, so they force overtime goes four overtimes and um, yeah, the Oklahoma Sooners take down Texas and I have no idea who's going to win the big 12. I do know no one will be represented from the big 12 in the playoffs more than likely. Uh, but I, I'm so interested in this this conference. It's so weird this year. Teams up, yeah, teams I mean, down. It's weird. There's no powerhouse I mean, Sam, anymore. Sam Ellinger toted the ball. Holy shit! Twenty three for one twelve. Well, yeah, like like I said, I, I I've been I was busy all weekend. I didn't really get to watch any of these games. I'm looking at these box scores. Like holy, like my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sam had uh some pretty creative runs out there. Did not anticipate him having 23 attempts. That's yeah. that's absurd. Uh, Spencer Rattler took some strides this week. Uh, they let him throw the ball 35 times. He completed 23 of those uh, for 291 yards, uh, three touchdowns, one sack, one pick. Uh, you're, you were starting to see a little bit of growth. It's not a, a steady climb. It's kind of a, a step up and then uh, kind of like – you know, plateaus and then another step up and then kind of plateaus. But as a guy that's coming in as a, you know, a red shirt freshman, you know, you, you got to yeah. be encouraged. I mean, he's, he's definitely impressive. Yeah. Definitely he's, impressive. He's got one of those sneaky arm strengths too, that you look at his size and it doesn't seem like he should be able to really put some serious velocity behind it, but he can, man, he can really let that oh, yeah. thing rip. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Texas, not your year. I remember <laughs> Sam Allinger last year said, We're back. To which I would say, Now you're back to being average. <laughs> yeah. I remember back in the 2005 when Sam Allinger said that too. I feel like he's been the quarterback at Texas for 30 years. Yeah. It seems a little unfair. Uh, hey. Let's jump around the schedule a little bit here. I want to talk about number 17, LSU, dropping the game to Mizzou, 45-41. Man, I knew that I knew they were going to struggle this year in getting the cohesive units back together after sending so many players to the pros and so many people just straight up graduating and moving on. Um, but 45 points LSU to Mizzou. Come on guys. Ed Ogeron called it embarrassing. His, his exact words. He, it was embarrassing. So he promises the right to ship. Uh, I have no doubt that he will continue to have them play pretty competitive football, but I could see them dropping out of the top 25 this week for sure. Yeah, I mean, both these quarterbacks were slinging. Both had 400 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. I mean, kind of like Alabama, just no type of 
uh, defense, nothing at all. Which it's it's just it's just bizarre for the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, Missouri's quarterback, uh, Bazelak, ba- Basilek. Connor. Connor Basilek. Yep. Four oh six. Four touchdowns. Very impressive day for him. And uh, if there was one thing that you would ask me that I would be pretty confident on the defensive side of the ball, I would have said the LSU secondary, but uh, not in this game. Can we just say Connor Basilic's a freshman as well? Ooh, he is. And he just came out and just beat LSU like that? Yeah. Yep. That's pretty impressive. It sure is. Yeah. Did not see that one coming at all. Um, but like I said, LSU total rebuild year. Um, Ed Ogeron still a good coach. They, he will get those boys fired back up again. So, oh, yeah, yep. I, I would be worried if you're facing LSU next week. Uh, because I, th- oh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think they're going to be a little fired up. Uh, yeah, not only are you facing LSU, you're facing an angry uh, Ed Ogeron as well, right? Actually, I've never tried an Ed Ogeron. That wasn't that bad. Tigers. Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> I love that guy. That guy's the best. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. Uh, this game, this game I watched the most of. I had to represent for the crew. Uh, Ryan had a busy week, or a weekend, I should say. So uh, I made sure I tuned in for the brand. Our Florida Gators lose to Texas A&M at Kyle Field. Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts could not outduel Kyle Field, and they lose forty-one to thirty-eight. Rough. My dad, my dad told me they lost this game. I was like, "You're lying." <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, uh, I texted um, you at one point, Ryan, and I said, "Ooh, Kellen Mund is not good." Yep. And then he yep. proceeded to just go bonkers from then on. Yeah. Yeah, I actually sent a screenshot to yeah. uh, uh, my girlfriend's cousin who goes to A&M and had to send him that so he could show him. <laughs> and, yeah, he wasn't very happy with you. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, okay. I tease. I tease. Um, Isaiah Spiller, any relation to CJ Spiller? Do we know? I thought we confirmed this a couple episodes ago. I don't think we did. No, that was uh, Cook. No, we did confirm Cook's. Cook. Yes, yeah, but I think that's who we're thinking of, right? Okay. Well, either way. Let's see yeah. here. Here, you keep talking. Yep. I'll keep doing this. Isaiah Spiller on the day, 27 attempts, 174 yards, 6.4 yards a touch for two touchdowns. Uh, he did have a fumble lost, and he has great contact balance. That was the number one thing I noticed from him. He did a really good job of bouncing off tackles and working his way through tight spots and kept kept his feet moving. He's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I'll have to uh, check him out next Saturday for sure. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see Kyle Pitts, the alien, got his seventh touchdown of the season. He did. For the most part, they yeah, kept him in have... they kept him in check for the most part. Targeted nine, 20, times, so. nine, nine times. Nine nine times uh targeted, but only five catches. Yep. Uh, your boy Tony um, though had another good game. I saw yes, I see. Two targeted okay. targeted okay. nine times, seven catches, ninety-two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Kyle 
Kyle yeah. Trask uh, looked outstanding in this game. He was not the problem at all. It, it was really the the Florida Gators linebackers and you know front line. They just weren't eating up the blocks. Uh, the guards for Texas A and M, man, they were firing off that ball. The the traps and and um, the counters and the pulls for the uh, for the guard actions. They had some a couple of. Uh, double pulls that were just beautiful to watch. If you like watching offensive linemen, uh, the interior of Texas A&M was moving out there. They were, they were creating some great lanes for uh, Spiller to slide through, and uh, he was more than happy to on his way. Side, side note, yeah. you, you got talking about you know th- those linemen and, and those adjustments, and on the Travis Etienne run, the left guard and the center, I believe, merged and it was the most beautiful like perfect like running lane i've ever seen like just it was yeah. it was so good that, that's all that's all i could think about when you're talking about that <laughs> and that etn run was just dumb yeah it makes you wish that you could watch the whole game with all 22 doesn't it right yeah mm-hmm. um back to kyle trask real quick though i saw a mock draft today i don't know who it was i know it was on the draft network i forgot the guy's name but he mocked Kyle Trask in New Orleans Saints. And I was like, could you imagine him in like Drew Brees, like, like or in uh, Sean Payton's like pocket passer style, like offense? Yeah. It would be perfect. Yeah. It would be perfect. I could see that. And now I'm kind of like infatuated with that like pair <laughs> and I want it to happen. Because we want him to succeed. We don't want him to go to yes. a bad team. We want him to go to a good team. Yes. We don't, we don't want him to get no Sam, Sam Darnold. Yeah, no, we don't want that. That's a thing, right? We can, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, we can do that. Speaking of the Saints, uh, what's up with your boy Michael Thomas knocking people out? Speaking of ex Florida Gators, Chauncey Garner Johnson well, got his clock cleaned by Michael Thomas at practice on, my, on Saturday. My, Michael Thomas went to Ohio <laughs> State. They're a little, you know, they're kind of assholes sometimes. They can be. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. good, though. They're they good. are good. They're really good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're pretty good at football. Uh let's talk about a game that we both completely whiffed on. North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Holy cow. Who saw this coming? 56-45 North Carolina takes down the Hokies. Look at these scores, dude. It's this weekend was pretty nuts with the scores, especially this game. Your boy, Sam Howell, he is he's growing, he's taking some steps here. Uh, not huge yardage, but he's very efficient going 18 of 23. Yep, 257, three touchdowns, only sacked one time. Uh, but really, the story in this game, we got to talk about this. We did it in our ACC preview, I do remember this. For sure, we 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 hammered home the the dual running backs that they got for North Carolina. Michael Carter, yep. seventeen carries, two hundred and fourteen yards, and two touchdowns. And then, uh, is it Jay Williams? Oh, I'm sorry, Javante Williams. Javante Williams. I think they just yep. call him Jay as short or something. Like that. I, I don't know. I was I heard somebody call a highlight. Anyways, uh, he carries the rock for twenty times, one hundred and sixty nine yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, for his uh, being the number two, I guess, right? <laughs> it's pretty funny when your number two actually has more carries than your number one. 
Yeah, I mean, this dude is like a bowling ball, dude. 5'10", 220, I mean, dang. Yeah. Bowling ball. Yep. Uh, spread the ball around uh, for the receivers. Bunch of guys get on the action. Like, I mean, it wasn't a lot of completions. There's only 18 balls to go around. So, uh, right. the, yeah, they just they just kept hammering the Hokies. Uh, the Hokies used two different quarterbacks in this game. None of which were very effective. Uh, they did have a pretty good day out of their running back, uh, Kajil. Kahil? Khalil. Khalil. It's dark in the cave. I got to get better lighting in here. <laughs> Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Khalil Herbert, uh, a senior, 5'9, 212 to give his stats because I don't think we've talked about him yet. Uh, 18 attempts, 138 yards, uh, average of 7.7, and two touchdowns. Yeah. What a game. Wish I would have had time to catch this one because uh, a, a little bit of old school with the running backs kind of going at it. It's fun to see every now oh. and then. Yeah, this was looks like the, the week of the running backs. Sure was. Yep. Absolutely. Um, is there any other game you wanted to touch on here, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Like, I, oh, like yeah. I said, I didn't watch much, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two more games we've got to touch on. Uh, real quick, let's talk about Georgia-Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee kept it close for all of mm, a quarter and a half, and then it was all Georgia. Yep. All Georgia. Yep. All Georgia and all Georgia running backs. Uh, once yeah, again. The, the running backs didn't put up those eye-popping numbers, but they all put up solid numbers, <laughs> as we kind of thought. So. Right. Uh, yeah, Zamir White, 22 attempts for only 50 yards. Yeah. But as a team, they had a pretty good day rushing the ball. So, 193. That was weird. Uh, Bennett has his best day so far as a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, going 16 of 27 for 238 and two touchdowns. Very efficient. Um, he's taking some small steps here. Uh, they got a, a real big test coming up. Is it? I think it's Georgia-Alabama this week coming up. Oh, really? I think That'll it is. Yep. Uh, not much and, to uh, talk about with uh, Tennessee. Do uh, you think Bennett throws his first pick next weekend against Alabama? That's a good wager to take. If you can find that on a vet, uh, Vegas betting line, I'd take it. Uh, it's not thrown a pick yet. Five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Okay. Uh, for the yeah. volunteers, Guarantano, uh, their quarterback, struggled big time. Uh, sacked five times in the game, has a pick. Uh, did throw two touchdowns. Um, yeah, they're just outmatched. Uh, it, it's, it's a good step for this program. Tennessee is not a pushover anymore, you know, but uh, obviously not ready to step up to uh, Georgia's caliber. Uh, and now let's talk about our, and this will be the last game we do for the recap today, our Iowa State Cyclones taking down Texas Tech. Sorry, I was pulling up um, some Seth Williams stats. See, see how our no-name boy did. Oh, <laughs> I'm like gonna be linked to him for like the rest of my life. I love it. <laughs> Seth Williams gonna be like a Hall of Famer someday. I'm like, yeah, I call that guy trash. We <laughs> tell him like my tell my uh, grandkids about Seth Williams. I hope you really can't be calling him trash, you idiot. I hope he's a Bill. 
That'll make you super awkward. <laughs> I'll buy a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa State. Brees yes. Hall, baby. Mm. Mm-hmm. Your boy had a day. 27 for 135 and two. Yep. And yeah. don't forget, he's a, he's a menace in the passing game. One catch for 14 yards. <laughs> he's an assassin. You don't even see him coming. Uh, Rocktober continues to be a thing. Brock Purdy goes 32 of 43, 302 and two touchdowns. Brocktober, undeniable at this point. And our sneaky, yeah, our sneaky uh, tight end prospect, Charlie Kolar. Oh, did he? He had himself a, 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 he had, he had a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, he was battling yeah. back from an injury a couple of weeks ago. I forgot to check back in on him. Uh, so, yeah, it looks Three, like he had 41 in a touch. Okay. Uh, hot take alert. It may not even be that scorching. Iowa State wins the Big 12. Hmm? Whoa, hmm? I wouldn't be mad. That'd be fun. They're undefeated in Big 12 so far. So they are. There you know. Also, Kansas State. Yeah, you you, you are a sneaky uh, Kansas State guy. I am. Uh, I wasn't planning on talking about that game, but uh, our boy Skylar Thompson um, did not play in that game, but they still got the job done because I believe, let's see here. Well, no, Vaughn had an average game. Vaughn only had uh, 43 yards on the day. Their, uh, the quarterback, uh, Howard, actually led the team in rushing with 13 attempts for 86 yards. That's interesting. Okay. So yeah, that was week six action. Uh, of course, you know this week was so exciting, and it's the week where I literally did not have access to a television to watch this, and then uh, and I'm kind of disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, right? It's okay. I'll get over it. I, I really truly will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe yeah. in you. Thanks. Uh, we're gonna step up our schedule. And we're going to take care of and handling handling the last part of the 2018 draft. Pick 16 to 32. Ryan, do you have those in front of you right now? I forgot. Give me one second, out. and I can entertain the masses. Yes. Uh, Wait, 2017 or 2018? 18. Okay. 2018 draft. And remember, people. If you have not subscribed to the pod, subscribe to the pod. Yes. It'll make your life so much better. Mm-hmm. Like and share the page. And if you haven't subscribed to the pod, then... Okay. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, let me stop. Okay. I have 16 through 32 in front of my eyeballs right now. And I do as well. Uh, you want to read up the names this time around? Uh, I can if you'd like to. If you'd like me to. I would um, like you to. All right. 16. Our. Our Buffalo Bills. Selected Shereen Edmonds. Um, wait, did we talk about him? We did. We did. We did. Okay, so 17. Um, Chargers take Derwin James. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one's tough because he's another one of those guys with the injury bug. Mm-hmm. But when he's on the field, he's really good. Really like, good. He, do, do, they got him at a discount at 17. So 
um, I'll give him a thumbs up. Uh, yes, he is definitely a thumbs up when he is playing full time. No doubt. Um, 18 Green Bay Packers like Jerry Alexander. Yeah. Excellent. Very, very good. Yes. Lockdown corner. Very good. Out of Louisville. That was a hashtag for the brand guy right there. Yes. Jair Alexander. All right. Dallas Cowboys. Real quick. Prayers out to Dak, man. That was brutal. Yes. Brutal injury. Absolutely yep. terrible. Um, I, I, I hate that for him, you know. He's like such a good person too, and then for that to happen, and he's already going through a lot of stuff. That that sucks. Yep. That sucks. Yep. So let's hope for a speed recovery from him. Okay. Speaking of a guy who is used to speedy recoveries, Leighton Vanderush. Um, this guy out of Boise State, he gets hurt quite a bit, but um, his talent is can't miss. He's really good, though. You know what I mean? I agree. But this one's tough. I don't. Because we really haven't seen like a full sample from him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's always hurt. Mm-hmm. So I guess just based off of the injuries, I'm going to go with a meh. A meh. Yeah. yeah I'm fine with giving a, a him a meh right now because uh, the best ability is availability. Availability. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, 20 Detroit Lions select Frank Ragnow out of Arkansas. Yes. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yes, very good center. Um, the next center, however, not that great. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals select Billy Price, Ohio State. I was high on him. That's thumbs down. That's that's. I think I think a lot of people were, man. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people were. Yeah, thumbs down for that one. Um, yeah, he's struggling. Hasn't really done a thing. So I like I like to see him with better guard play next to him before we completely trash. He's going to look a lot better with. Um, and I Sewell next year. So, oh. Oh. Oh, 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 wait. Okay. So then, who plays? Does you do you plop him in at the right tackle? Hmm. Uh, I think your Pan is going to walk in the locker room, and he's just going to smack Jonah Williams across the face and say, "Get over to the right, right side, buddy. This right. is my team now." And Jonah's going to be like, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir." Because he's from Alabama, he's probably got really good manners. Um, where, 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 Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Rashawn Evans, thumbs down because he probably has COVID. <laughs> nah, but he's good though. Rashawn Evans is good. Um, I'm gonna give him a thumbs up. I will also give him a thumbs up. Yep. Uh, 23. Uh, your New England Patriots select Isaiah Wynn out of Georgia. Is he still hurt? Like I don't never hear this dude's no, name. No, he starts at guard now. Uh, he what he did he miss his whole first. He missed the whole first year, and then uh, yep. I think he was hurt on and off last year. But I do believe he's playing now, and he is their starting left guard. I believe. I don't I'm have I don't have enough visual confirmation to say one yeah, way or another. Right. So, right. I'll I guess we'll, I, he missed a whole year. It's, so we'll, we'll give him a man. He's a man. 24 Carolina Panthers take DJ Moore out of Maryland. Double thumbs up. Quadruple thumbs up from the processing crew. Yeah, he is now the number one receiver there in Carolina, and he looks the part. He is very mm-hmm. good. 
Um, wait, wait, wait. I, Robbie Anderson is outplaying him right now. DJ Moore is still the guy. I, think. I love DJ Moore. Yes, big DJ Moore guy. Thumbs up. Okay, Baltimore Ravens take Hayden Hurst, tight end out of South Carolina. I thumbs up for the Ravens for even getting picks from trading him. So that's great. Right. Good on them. He's an actual player, though. He hasn't really put anything together. So I'm thumbs, gonna go thumbs down. down. Yep. I mean, he's got he's got the intangibles. He's a really good athlete, but he just hasn't. And the fact he got drafted when he was what, like twenty? He's like twenty-seven. He was old, twenty-six, maybe. Maybe he was super old, super old because he was playing baseball at South Carolina. So, um, not and my also, favorite pick. Also, doesn't help that they drafted uh, the much better wide receiver, Mark Andrews, the next round. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, to Atlanta. Hayden Hurst's new teammate, Calvin Ridley. Yep. See out of Alabama. Thumbs up. Yep. Big thumbs, thumbs up. up. Calvin Ridley. Stud. Wish so I would have played him. Probably, in... <laughs> he was not. probably the, the the consensus number one receiver of this draft, if I do remember. Um, yeah. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Double thumbs up. Very good. Yep. Yep. Seattle Seahawks take the head scratch of the draft. Rashad Penny, San Diego State, thumbs down. Dude is buns. He's not good at all. Boo. Um, I mean, he might be good. I don't know. He's not. No. He's not good. Um, Think about if they would have taken the next guy instead. Yeah. Uh, Next pick, Steelers. They wouldn't be taking – they wouldn't be trading uh, first-round pick for Jamal Adams. Right. And then the Steelers don't trade a first-round pick for Minka. Oh, man. Look how that all comes together. Yep. Steelers take Terrell Edmonds, safety out of Virginia Tech. This pick was like this was like a head scratcher too because they thought he was a later on guy, but he turned out to be fine. He had some yeah. first year struggles. After that, he's been he's been pretty solid ever since. So, yep, um, I'll give him a thumbs up. I give him a thumbs up too. He uh, definitely the way he's playing this year and the way he played at the end of the year last year has yeah. stepped into. Uh, he's a big part of that what they do on defense. So, mm-hmm. kudos oh, yeah. to him. Uh, Twenty nine. The Jacksonville Jaguars take. Taven Bryan, defensive tackle out of Florida. This guy was he's someone who was stupid talented in, in college, and he just never put it together in the in the in the NFL. So this could be this could be a thumbs down for me. Also, doesn't help that they slowly started, you know, tearing apart that defense around them. You know yeah, I, mean? I remember reading an article like a couple of years, like probably 2016 before that, and they're calling Taven Bryan like the next J.J. Watt. Wow. And uh, Old Takes Exposed needs to come and find that article for sure. <laughs> um, 30, Mike Minnesota Vikings take Mike Hughes, corner out of UCF. That is going to be a thumbs down for me. Yep. As, especially be because, I and I knew this was coming, uh, Green Bay Packers take Josh Jackson in the second round, and he is a much better player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Hughes essentially just—he's like their main return guy. I think. I think that's about it. And his other job is just getting dusted on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Mike Hughes, not great. Not uh, great. Thumbs down. For thumbs me. down. New England Patriots. It's like Sony Michelle. 
running back out of Georgia. Now this one's hard. This one really is. I mean, his rookie season, he looked really good. He looked great in the playoffs. Was that last last year, a couple years ago? He looked like unbelievable in the playoffs. Um, but right in the book, like today, Sonia Michelle could just a replacement level guy, nothing crazy. Right. I'll give him a thumbs up because he was a big part of um, that Super Bowl team. So um, I'll give him a thumbs up. I'm going to give him a thumbs down and myself a thumbs down. Ooh. You were a big Sony guy. I was a big Sony guy. I, I That was my RB1. That was my RB1. Mm-hmm. And uh, just going down the board a little bit, uh, Cleveland Browns select Nick Chubb, who has been yep. oh, a yeah. lot better. A lot better. Even now, even now, I'd say Rojo's putting it together pretty good in Tampa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just a couple more guys down here. Carry on Johnson. Um, D- Darius Geis. Yeah, it's not the not, not a very good running back class. Um, now quarterbacks, um, 32. Ravens take uh, Lamar Jackson. Who? Quarterback out of Louisville. Um, running back Lamar Jackson. There you go. Shout out Kyle. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Lamar Jackson <laughs> out of Louisville. That's going to be a thumbs up. That should be a double thumbs up to you because this was your boy. You were on Lamar. You are on the Lamar train forever. Your team trade down and get Lamar or stay and just take Lamar. Well, if I'm being honest and transparent, uh, my rankings were Baker Mayfield, one, Sam Darnold, two, Josh Rosen, three, and then it was Lamar. Right. The way I was looking at it was that the Bills would have been better off trading back, acquiring more picks, and then selecting Lamar Jackson. It's just a draft strategy, not necessarily right. tied to the grades of the players themselves, because I did like I, – I mean, we all thought that Josh Rosen was going to be a pretty good pro. Yeah. I think he still can be. He's been in such terrible situations. But, I, I mean, at this point, his confidence is shot. He's got nothing left. You know what I mean? Maybe but, he should go to New Orleans. I mean, or he's just going to be the guy in Tampa next year. Who knows? I have no clue. Or he should um, o- open up a hot tub uh, store and just, you know. I mean, he could totally do it. And then just go play tennis. Go play, like, club tennis and, make, and like, bet the old men at the country club. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. What a damn shame. What could have been? Yeah, Lamar Jackson, thumbs up. Yep, thumbs up. And overall, I would say that the 2018 draft class uh, was a little above average. Not a lot, but a little above average for the first round. And then real quick, uh, four picks after that, uh, Darius Leonard was selected by the Colts. Yeah. Yep. Chris Ballard is a is a very, very good at his job. Sure is. So, uh, yeah, what, what, a, what a draft haul that was. Really, sorry, Quinn no, Nelson fine. and Darius Leonard. What a haul! Yep, I agree. I agree. Oh my lord, probably the top five players in the, in the draft. Easy, yeah, unreal, unreal. Um, I do want to mention before we move on that, uh, Houston did finally get to play a game. Uh, they beat Tulane, so 
Good job, Houston University. <laughs> Finally being COVID-free and being able to join the college football ranks when your conference has been playing for the last five weeks. So that's- yeah, the Houston boosters finally uh, donated some masks to the players. So they're good now. I uh, want to look ahead to week seven real quick. Uh, okay. Heat, heat uh, matchups I see going here are, uh, let's see here. You got LSU taking on Florida. Uh, Texas A&M taking on Mississippi State. Uh, ooh, OK State and Baylor. And then, uh, like I said, yeah, Georgia and Alabama is this coming week, too. That's uh, that's the key matchup. Yeah, it is. There we go. So, I think we're uh, just about ready to bring in Big Ten. We got one more week. One more week without Big Ten. Two more weeks without Pac-12, right? One more week. Sounds about right. And then we're full-fledged football, pretty much. There we go. So, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, like Ryan said earlier, uh, subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, tell a family member, get your grandma in on it, get your uncle on it, get your dad, shout out Tuttles on it. Tuttles actually snuck in the back here. Did you see him? I did see him. He snuck in because I'm, I'm in his home office right now, so he had to come and get his almonds. Oh, of course. Give me a little snacky snack. That's where I keep my almonds, too, is in my office. You know, he doesn't want to leave the office and hardworking guy. You know sure I mean? is. So, yeah. uh, all right, everyone, you keep up the hard work of telling people about us, contributing, sharing the page, all that good stuff. Uh, we're going to keep up the hard work of watching really fun football. And uh, we'll be back on Thursday for your Friday show to record our preview. Um we do have a guest lined up. Not this week. We got one more week. We got a special guest coming in next week. So yeah, we got. Uh, just kidding. I'm not going to tell you guys. Nope. No spoilers. You, you guys thought I was going to say it. you guys are so dumb. Don't but I love you. Processors dumb. I'm kidding. I was teasing. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, until next time, keep on processing that process. Go Bills. There it is. Do you trust the process? Do you respect the process? Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, 
Mother. Delay of game. Offense.